Hello, everyone. Welcome back to FoxCast Legal Listening. This is the second podcast in our series dedicated to financial advisors. Today, we'll be discussing the well-intentioned but problematic situations that inadvertently and often unexpectedly result in risk to financial advisors and their firms. Our specific focus today is on clients who are elderly and may have or develop any form of dementia or cognitive impairment and how that can impact the client relationship. With us today are Josh Warren and Ernie Badway, who serve as co-chairs of Fox Rothschild Securities Industry Practice. Josh advises major financial services and advisory companies, as well as individual brokers, advisors, and counselors, defending against customer-initiated or intra-industry complaints. He also handles financial industry regulatory authority, SEC, and state matters on behalf of clients. Ernie represents corporations, limited liability companies, partnerships, and financial institutions such as broker-dealers, investment advisors, private equity and hedge funds, banks, and insurance companies, among others. He also counsels and advises clients on the creation of broker-dealers, hedge funds, and investment advisors, as well as compliance and regulatory matters relating to their operations. Both Ernie and Josh frequently contribute to the firm's Securities Compliance Sentinel blog. Josh, Ernie, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hey, Ernie. How are you doing? How are you doing, Josh? Uh, We touched on some of these topics in the first podcast in our series, but I want to dive back in and dig a little deeper. Uh, Older clients would seem to present a different type of risk as well as special considerations for financial advisors. Can you explain what those are? Well, one, as clients get older, uh, sometimes you have health issues that uh, interfere with your relationship, such as uh, dementia, where you have clients maybe making some irrational investment decisions uh, that you have to deal with. And and if you didn't do some advanced planning uh, for your clients, you may be stuck in a situation uh, trying to... um, assist a client who has dementia and at the same time uh, trying to protect the client from hurting him or herself. Uh, The other thing that's also unfortunate that we find with older uh, customers and claims is you have family members who are circling around the body while it's still warm and and try to interfere with the relationship with the advisor and with the elder family member. Josh is absolutely on point. You need to be very, very careful in these particular situations. And one of the things that's also important, too, is for the, and I tell my uh, clients this, is that don't take sides. You know, you may find yourself in the middle of a huge family dispute, and the last thing that you want is to be, you know, the first witness in the uh, litigation that happens, you know. Uh, So, you know, avoid that like the plague. Do advisors in their firms have any options when they're faced with these types of situations? Yeah, I think one of the things that um, we have to keep in mind is that you don't have to keep a client. You know, we talked about this in our first podcast, and it's just as equally as true here. Just because they may have been a long-term client and just because they may go through some issues, you know, doesn't mean that you need to keep them. Uh, It's better not to have the client uh, and uh, not have to go through the, uh, the, the, the particular problems. Uh, you know, of course, if you've already tried what Josh recommend, said in response to the first question that you asked, you know, if that doesn't work, you know, get rid of the clients. You know, you don't want to deal with them, uh, or you may want to, you know, take other alternative methods. And one of those methods that uh, firms sometimes are faced with is where you have a client that has a problem and there's some unusual account activity, is you have to go, you have to freeze the account, and until there can be some sort of resolution. The implementation of a freeze is something that both FINRA and the SEC have recently commented on is, is really a recommended course of action if you do have these types of situations. But at the same time, if you're going to freeze an account, hopefully you've already done your advanced planning and you have another trusted family member or friend who you can consult about uh, 
about the finances. If you don't, you're likely going to be faced with a situation of having to go to court, petition the court to, for some sort of disposition of the account, which is really not a situation you want to get in because you'll be involved with the, having to testify, and it, it's a, it's a time-consuming, expensive process. Those options seem to present a variety of risks. Uh, are there best practices that advisors and their firms should engage in when it comes to dealing with older clients? Well, you know, part of the problem you run into in the situation where you want to fire a client is if the client is in proprietary investments at the company. And so I think that's one of the things you have to be careful when you're making recommendations to an older client. Maybe you don't want to have proprietary investments because sometimes those investments can't be transferred to other firms. And so if you fire the client, the client then has the choice of keeping some of his or her investments with you or liquidating it, and you may be uh, inadvertently creating a tax problem for your client. So that's one thing that when you're doing your planning for your clients is you know, what, what type of investments are you going to put them in if you have a problem in the future? Because unfortunately, you have to plan for the, hope for the best, but plan for the worst, and typically you'll be okay. And it's true. If you open up a new account for someone of a certain age, I think you have to have special procedures in place. Uh, for example, there's nothing wrong with asking for uh, documentation relating to powers of attorney and things of that nature. It's completely okay. But also, just as well as opening uh, in your continuing assessment of a particular customer, there should be a trigger date when someone reaches a certain age that you, in fact, ask the questions. You know, begin, have you, had, have you had the planning in place? What should we do in case something goes wrong? Who should we contact? Things of that nature. That should also be done, too. The other thing what I tell firms all the time is, is that, you know, they shouldn't just rely upon their broker or financial advisor. They should be Maybe the compliance department should be proactive in making sure that the supervision of these accounts is in place uh, and that they're doing their own heightened uh, review of some of these accounts. And some firms have even taken that one step further as yet they have committees or subcommittees that deal with exclusively uh, issues dealing with elderly clients, uh, which is something to consider as well because you know, it, it will, with the graying of the baby boomers, uh, will become more and more of an issue. Uh, so that's also a useful tool uh, in conjunction with a heightened supervision um, that uh, you know, the compliance department should deploy when clients get of a certain age. One thing that I don't recommend clients do, although I have seen uh, people write about it, is that when clients get to a certain age, require them to have an annual uh, exam that would then uh, solidify their mental capacity to um, to be trading with you. I think that's extreme. I can't imagine uh, whoever wrote that article that I, I read actually did it in practice. But, it, but you know, it, there's a lot of different ways you can skin the cat to try to take care of your elder clients. Yeah, I, I really thought the only gray we were talking about, Josh, was you. But I, <laughs> like, well, only your hairdresser knows the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I, but I think Josh is absolutely right. And I, I've actually have not seen that article, but I'm just thinking to myself, I can see a client calling me up and saying, look, we have a really good client, many, many years. They're seniors now, and we're very concerned about some of the things that they're doing. Uh, we want to continue working with them, but we're fearful of what may happen in the future. Um, but we're also thinking about an exit strategy. And one of the things we're thinking of is that you know we're concerned about their mental status, and we want to ask them if we can speak to their doctors. We want permission from them to speak to their doctors to ask them what type of mental condition that they're in. Um, and 
you don't do that for every single account, I can imagine, but you may want to do it for someone who's big, who represents a lot in terms of money. But I think Josh is right. It's just, I'm not sure you want to go down that slope, but, you know. And sometimes there's really no easy way to handle it. I can know the situation that a client had where one of the husband and wife, one of them had dementia and would come in and out be you know, capable of making financial decisions, which would then contradict the financial decisions of the co-account holder. And so that's the ultimate nightmare. And unfortunately, that's probably the situation where you're going to be faced with either firing a client or maybe having to go to court to have some sort of disposition of the account. Thank you both so much. Uh, listeners, if you would like to speak with Josh or Ernie about how financial and investment advisors can best service their more senior clients, you can reach Josh at 215-299-2184 or jhorn at foxrothschild.com or Ernie at 212-878-7986 or ebadway at foxrothschild.com. Stay tuned for the next in our series of podcasts on this topic in which we'll discuss some basic common sense approaches and techniques for financial advisors to avoid risk. Fox Rothschild LLP is a full-service law firm with more than 600 lawyers and 21 offices coast-to-coast. We serve businesses of all sizes, as well as individuals in more than 50 areas of law. Clients choose us because we understand their issues, their priorities, and the way they think. We become trusted business advisors working in the trenches with those we serve. At Fox, we care about your success as much as you do.